all have personal struggles that interfere with our happiness, confidence, or ability to reach our goals. For some of us, it can be so beneficial to discuss this with someone to help us through it. BetterHelp may be the right solution for you. With BetterHelp, you can connect with a licensed professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. With over 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states, BetterHelp offers you a big selection of counselors to choose from. And it's not a problem if you aren't happy with the first counselor you pick, because whatever the reason may be, you can request a new one at any time without any additional charge. Start communicating in under 24 hours. Text, chat, phone, and or video, and schedule your session. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. Sleep and Relax ASMR listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code ASMR. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com ASMR. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com ASMR. Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. Today we are chatting about coffee and whatever other topics come into my simple mind. I've mentioned this several times over the course of the history of this podcast, but I try to record first thing in the morning. Sometimes I force myself to do this because if I don't record first thing in the morning, then there is no episode for the day. Now, typically I record at least one to two weeks in advance. Occasionally, if I have a burst of creativity or energy, then I will get three to four weeks ahead. Although this is a seldom occurrence. Or this seldomly occurs. I'm not sure what the right... However it is you say that. I'm bringing this up for no other reason than to start my ramble and to segue into the whole coffee part, which is the first thing I do every morning, with no exception, before I record, is I have at least a few sips of coffee. Sometimes I'll serve a full cup. Sometimes it'll be half. Sometimes it'll be a third and then I'll serve myself two-thirds in a second cup. Sometimes I'll serve myself a shot style of coffee. Just have that and then try to start my day, although typically I need at least a quarter cup. So this got me thinking about the different types of coffee. What's interesting is I think a lot of people have an opinion on how they like their coffee, but I don't think many people actually know what they like. I think they just hear a few terms like light, medium, dark. I like coffee from Central America. I like coffee from Africa. I like coffee from volcanic regions with volcanic sand that nurtured the beans, whatever it may be. Recently, I was at a coffee shop with a friend, and that friend told me 
that the reason he liked dark roast coffee is because he felt it had a sweet taste. Now, the truly ironic part of it is, in reality, a dark roast is supposed to have a bitter or smoky taste compared to light and medium roast coffee. That is ironic, unlike the song by Alanis Morissette, because rain on your wedding day, that's not ironic, that's just an inconvenience. I'm trying to think of the other lines of that song. I don't remember. Anyway, that always bugged me when listening to that song. It's like rain on your wedding day. Isn't it ironic? No, not really. It's just a really bad coincidence. Furthermore, when did you plan your wedding? If you planned on having your wedding in Costa Rica during one of their many months of rainy season outdoors, then you know you might have you should have maybe reconsidered your plan. But anyway, the reason I am a little familiar with the differences in light, medium, and dark roast coffee is basically number one, I genuinely enjoy coffee. I have joked for a very long time that coffee is really my version of a cigarette. You know how smokers will want to have a cigarette after a meal, almost like as a dessert. This is the same way I am, but with coffee. When I'm working, a couple of hours will go by, and in my head I'm thinking, I need, I need that coffee fix. I think a lot of this has to do with the fact that I enjoy the brewing process. I like the process of cleaning the filter or getting a new one scooping the ground coffee, pouring it into the filter, and then hearing the machine just whir and work its magic. I love the smell of coffee, and I love the taste most of the times, even though I do think there is some coffee that almost has too burnt taste, which is what I find Starbucks has often, for example, where it's almost like that smoky taste reference earlier with dark roast coffees. I've never smoked before, but this is what in my hand I equate, in my head, not in my hand, in my head, I equate my love for coffee to be on par with, you know. Now I do know a few smokers and what they desire is the sensation or lusting of a cigarette, you know, that feeling of truly wanting to smoke. It's one that lasts a few seconds here and there, and if you can resist the urge for just a little while, maybe a minute, you can get over the urge for the meantime. This is what my friends have told me, at least. Of course, then there ensues this kind of mental game. But Second reason... Why well, know a little bit about the different roast and brewing processes? Is it processes or processes? How do you say that? In my youth, 
exclusively, I would say processes. Now I say processes because for me, processes is basically almost like in a manufacturing process, right? This machine processes or processes. Now we've third, we've thrown a third, third option into the mix. A machine processes or processes the raw material or whatever the case may be. So I'll start from the top. The second reason why I know a little bit about this and brewing processes, how do you like them? Coffee beans. Is because Kind Brew Coffee was a partner of a podcast in the past. And typically when I work with new brands, I like to do some research on the offering and the industry. So my friend described coffee that really by definition or by its essence is wrong, right? Because dark roast is not supposed to have a sweet taste at all. Unless he meant it's supposed to be like a dark chocolate. Have you noticed how people will attribute certain smells and characteristics to things that aren't really there? You know how you have people that, just like cheese, I will smell and talk about the woody, nutty flavor and the coriander and cinnamon and all that. Never quite understood that. Maybe you have a real expertise on certain items, but for the average person to smell something and claim to smell the citrus peel irritating from a piece of cheese or like a piece of chocolate just always seemed very silly to me. I think it's Wired Magazine. Wired. W-I-R-E-D. I think it's them that they have a series on YouTube. Maybe it's GQ, I'm not sure. Like a few different brands have done this now, but they find quote-unquote experts in different fields and they have them try things and smell different food items and they try to guess which is more expensive. See, those type of people, I can understand the subtle hints and that they can pick up on small details that others wouldn't. I can understand that. They've had experts on spices, bread, cheese, those sorts of things. And I can believe that they do pick up on the smells, but your Uncle Larry that just likes wine, there's no way he can smell the cinnamon or chocolate or berries or lavender in his glass of wine. There's just no way. For the vast majority of us, we just pick up on obvious details or we really rely on the presentation and marketing of a product. A very good example is I go to this um, restaurant every now and then and they have a huge selection of beer, you know, from across the state. A lot of stuff that you wouldn't necessarily, um, you know, find at a regular tailgate or regular 
fast food place, whatever the case may be. And um, they have these pamphlets that go along with certain beer choices. They, you know, give you very long descriptions on, you know, citrus ale, you know, um, caramel wheat, you know, brewed in with the right amount of hops and cinnamon and dark chocolate to give you a a sweet, fruity smell and taste. So since you already have that information in your brain by the time you drink it, you know, you're more likely to try and almost attribute those details or those features to the beer because that's what you're expecting. But if someone told you this is just Bud Light, probably not. I mean, you could probably tell, but you wouldn't necessarily be picking up on the gooseberries and, you know, 80% cacao that was mixed into the brewing process. So, so bottom line, my friend is full of crap. He says he likes coffee one way, when in reality, the dark roast he got should not, and by definition, cannot be described as the way he described it. I will tip you into a little secret here. I'm convinced part of the reason why he gave so much importance and attributes to the dark roast coffee is because the coffee shop we should go to, they just released the dark roast coffee. Yep. So, he took the opportunity to make himself seem a little more sophisticated by claiming the dark roast was so much better than the other roast when in reality it is the opposite of what he likes in coffee, according to him. He's a nice guy. I'm making him sound a bit like a smug doof with this. This is the only thing about him I think is uh, very dorky. Like, he loves very specific things, and he always sticks up for them. Like, he loves Apple more than he loves his family. It's hyperbole, but that's how he passes himself off. He says he just loves things that are really well made or appealed to him. Again, he's a really nice guy. He's a really cool guy, but um, it's just one of those things I think he's gotten swept up by the marketing of something and he doesn't even realize it. Saying you like your dark roast coffee because it's sweet. Either they're not, either they're marketing it as dark roast and it's really not dark roast, or you have no idea what you're talking about and you just want to look like the cool guy with the dark roast mug or whatever to be fair I think most of us like our own version of things that other people don't understand and we kind of just give attributes and we give grand importance to certain things that you know if we're being honest they just kind of serve our ego of how we view something for example, recently, 
I've really gone into pens. The idea of a really well-made pen is something that I enjoy the thought of. And so I'm willing to pay a bit more for a pen that is quote-unquote better quality, whatever that really means. When the truth is, with a pen that is $1, the one that you've been using since elementary school that was given to you by your teachers or whatever, one that you would just pick off the floor, you know, on a bus, because someone had to write something down and just forgot the pen, and the pen is worth less than the cost of pick it off the ground. Those are the pens that I was using for a very long time. And they both serve the exact same purpose. They both have the same function. And yet, you know, I see the Mont Blanc pens. I don't even think they market them as pens. I think they call them writing tools or something to that effect. They're almost like um, like uh, those calligraphy pens, quills or whatever. But so I'm just as big a sucker as my friend is. The difference is he thinks that because the coffee shop is advertising this sophisticated and bold and new and fresh dark roast coffee. You know, the value of the coffee has just gone up in his head. Meanwhile, for me, for one reason or another, I've just become into the idea of pens that look different and write with a bit more weight to them. It's no different than, I think, watch people. Watches are not something that I've ever been into. But it's very interesting, in my opinion, to talk to watch lovers because watch lovers will wear interesting pieces so that other watch lovers can notice their interesting pieces so it's like they just cater and pander to each other because for those of us that really don't know anything about watches or how unique they are, or whatever the case may be. It just looks like a nice watch, or an ugly watch, or it just depends on your particular style. And I guess the same could be said for, you know, guys that love shoes, you know, Jordans, or this, or that. Just never been into it. So I guess really... The conclusion I'm reaching in this episode is my friend is a fool, I'm a fool, and we're all fools for just different things. If you really think about it, I think we all pick and choose a couple things that we've decided are going to be important. We are going to spend a little extra time, love, and or money on, and then we just go for it. For me... Recently, it's been pens. For my buddy, it's coffee. For you, it might be... I don't know, jackets. Maybe you love jackets. Maybe you love hats. Maybe you love... collectors' items like 
baseball cards or some whatever it may be. So, with that, I think I'm going to conclude my ramble and my bashing of my good friend. I'll share this episode with him personally so he can get back to me and we can laugh about it. It's all in good fun. But as soon as he told me that he liked dark roast coffee because of how sweet it was, I immediately um, started brainstorming this idea. Wrote a few notes that I wanted to get down and I just hit record. Just kind of freestyle for the last 20 minutes or so. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can always reach out to me at hello at sleepandrelaxasmr.com. You can let me know what you're a sucker for. Maybe it's shoes, maybe it's coffee, maybe it's artwork, whatever it may be. That's all for this episode. Thanks as always for listening, and take care.